On this episode of Resi Week, we come to you live from Infocom 2019, talking about the opportunities for residential in the commercial space. All this and more on this episode of Resi Week. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is Resi Week, episode 175, live from Infocom 2019. AV Nation is brought to you by Atlas IED, innovative audio solutions for every business environment. Hey, this is Matt for avnation.tv. We are here in lovely Orlando, Florida for Infocom 2019, and we are recording a live version of, or an on, on, on venue, on premise version of Resi Week for this week. This week, I have with me Ken Eagle from Atlona. How you doing, my friend? Oh, I'm awesome. Happy to be here. Ready for another show. Thank you for taking time out of the uh, the prep in yeah. the, the non-air conditioned space to hang out with us. My pleasure. We have Alicia Henley from Access Networks. How you doing, ma'am? Good. Thank you for being here. And we have Taft Strickland from Just Add Power. How you doing, bud? I'm doing good. Excellent. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's, let's kick this off. Obviously, we are here at Infocom 2019. And uh, this is primarily a commercial show, but since we are a residential show on this show, um, and there's a lot of people like myself who are doing both residential and commercial, I wanted to start off by asking each one of you what the, what the industry's done to attract residential integrators into the commercial space, because it's not just uh, residential dealers looking at things going, oh, cool, I'm going to go play in that world. There's been some uh, a two-side argument to that. Ken, um, give us a little insight on on why integrators are moving into this space a little bit more from the resi side into that commercial side. Yeah, you know that, that's um, this is a great topic, um, and we have uh, speaking from a manufacturer standpoint at Lona, we've we've got a ton of residential dealers out there. We built a brand on residential, and more and more of those dealers every year are asking about. Our commercial products. Uh, they see them, they want to get into that space for a couple of reasons. Because uh, they've seen changing margins and changing opportunities in the red residential space. And they'd like to see some of those gains come back. And a commercial space is a great way to pick those up. Uh, we target a lot of those guys with simple um, projects, uh, simple solutions that they can use for those applications. And a show like this is a great place for a residential dealer to come in, see some of our light commercial solutions, and understand what it would take to get into that. A little bit of education, what they need to make a crossover into commercial, and what kind of applications they should be looking at, looking at and targeting if they want to grow the business over there. So uh, I like the show for commercial. Mm -hmm. It's great, but. It also can be good for that residential dealer who wants to learn just a little bit more. Not just our booth, you'll see it everywhere throughout the show. Mm -hmm. uh, and as the technology changes, AV over IP, we'll probably talk about that some more today. Uh, you're seeing convergence uh, across the board, across applications and into that commercial space. Resi dealers are feeling it, they're starting to grow. Um, we offer through at Loan Academy an incredible education program for dealers. And a lot of that centers around networking for AV mm -hmm. and our residential guys are taking a ton of that and they're applying it to these commercial applications too. Very good. Alicia, Ken hit on a couple of things that we were talking about pre-show which we might get into yeah. <laughs> just because it's it's fun for me. But you kind of take took the same path um, that I did where you can't you come from pro audio and now you're working for a residential manufacturer. What about this show as somebody who's made that shift the other way? What does this show have 
to offer residential dealers that other shows don't? I think uh, Ken said it best, education mm -hmm. is a, a huge platform here. Um, I kind of reverse psychology the way I did things. Um, like you said, I started in pro-AV and then going to resi, but a lot of things that are here in the pro-AV market started in the residential space, um, the Internet of Things, the, the, home inter uh, the home user, they like everything to be on their network, all their AV devices, and that kind of has trickled over into the, to the commercial space. And like Ken said, a lot of companies that are in resi are realizing that there's a higher profit margin stepping into the commercial side. So it's a win-win to be here at Infocom um, in my own capacity as well. Mm -hmm. um, just learning from the show and seeing how uh, residential manufacturers um, like Ken and Atlona and just Ad Power are utilizing this space to capitalize on uh, the market. Very good. Taft, we've, we've talked about this a couple of times. When you look at your plethora of, of integrators, mm -hmm. right? You hit both sides yeah, really strong, just, sides. just like Ken does, yeah. right? It, it's solutions that aren't tailored one for the other. They're, they're, they're broad, they can hit mm -hmm. all things. How do you guys as manufacturers reach out to integrators who either are, are just residential dealers or mm -hmm. they're residential and they, they dip their toe in once a year? How do you do you get involved in that from a, yeah. uh, an education side, a, yeah. a promotion side? Hey, yeah. come, come check out this side. Well, we, we have an identity crisis because we equally play in both fields. Mm -hmm. Now, to take it a step further, my Huntington Beach, California birth certificate is stamped that I was born in the CDS space because I've been in the CDS <laughs> space for forever and ever and ever since I was skinny and I didn't have any hair. So, um, and young, so there, there's that side of it. But we have always equally played for the last mm -hmm. 10 years in the HDMI over IP space yep. in both the CDA market and the Infocom market. When we initially launched, because I was born in the CDA space, we did a lot more business in the CDA space mm -hmm. than the Infocom space, um, or the commercial side of things. Um, we've kind of become the handholder and first line for a lot of CD integrators who did a fantastic job for a CEO of a large company right. who now wants to do 200 you know, huddle spaces <laughs> or meeting rooms or lecture halls or large scale theaters or anything like that. So those guys kind of get forced into it because they did a great job in the guy's house and they, they got along with them great. They, everything worked. And you know they did that classic, like, how do you succeed? You just do exactly what you say you're gonna do, mm -hmm. and it works. So those guys do that, and then their relationships have helped foster them there. And then we've been there to kind of handhold them into that process, into the larger projects, whether it's you know boardrooms and meeting rooms, or it's small integrator who one day calls and says, I have a 65,000 seat stadium. Um, yeah. And because of that, I think we've gotten the ear of a lot of integrators on both sides, whether it's the CDA space or the Infocom space. But looking at specific meetings that I have, my meetings due to outreach and dealer success and distributor success, my meetings at this show are 60% Infocom and 40% really? CDA. I also feel like all of the trade shows, now that they're owned by companies and they're not part of an actual mm -hmm. organization, I feel like they're trying to drive attendance as much as they can. So they're trying to bring more crossover products mm -hmm. um, from one space or the other as Cedia tries to be more Infocom and as Infocom tries to be more Cedia. 
Um, so we're, we're seeing a lot of people attend more, but right. then also with the cost of shows, especially in Orlando, which it is the happiest place on earth. Of course, that, as we are all grinning ear to ear. I, I mean, I, looked, I have my magic <laughs> You've band. got your magic band ready to go. Yeah. But the question is, is what if the happiest place on earth is standing in line for an hour in the heat for a three minute ride? That's pretty amazing. But we're also seeing people who will do Infocom one year, mm -hmm. CD of the next, right? And or they'll do just Infocom every other year, yeah. or they'll have a year that's good and they'll go to both shows, right? And then they'll only go to one the next year. So kind of dividing up a little bit more. So what do they, what do integrators miss out on when they make that decision? And I, I talk to all kinds of integrators on both sides mm -hmm. of the the industry, if you will, who. They want to go to everything. They want to attend everything. They want to take every training class, but mm -hmm. they can't yeah. due to time. Not not. It's not just fiscal. A lot of it is just the time. This mm -hmm. this show for me. I, I do three shows a year. That's three weeks out of my year that are quote unquote vacation time, if you will. Mm -hmm. Because yeah, I'm working, but I'm not in the office. I'm not You're answering. Business. Yeah, we're away yeah. from our businesses when we do this. How do you how do you balance that as a as a manufacturer to say, yeah. you know, we want you at every show, yeah. but we want you to be successful so you stay in business and keep buying our so product. We, last night at dinner, we actually talked about the number of shows we've done. We'll do this year. Okay. And if we uh, count the regional shows and ISC mm -hmm. and you know CDA and Australia, um, my my team will do about 150 shows this year. Oh my gosh. Which is absolutely insane. It is insane. Similar and, for us too. Yeah. yeah. And then you talk about being out of the office for three weeks. You're not. You're not out for three weeks. You're. You're oh. at a trade show for three weeks, which means you're out for five to six weeks, mm -hmm. because you have planning and you spent you know three hours trying to figure out if you buy the five hundred dollar flight or the seven hundred dollar flight, you know, <laughs> and what hotel to stay at and what are you going to wear and you got to pack and you got to make everything happen before you leave so mm -hmm. that it doesn't fall apart when you get back. So I just want your $300 flight for the, for the role. <laughs> nice. One other thing I would add, when you're talking about a residential dealership mm -hmm. versus maybe a commercial dealership or looking to get into commercial, um, there's things changing, like technology, for example, and I think there's a lot of barriers breaking down. It used to be commercial had a certain skill set and technology they mm -hmm. were using, residential had another. When I look at our lineup today at the Loaner Products, you've got what I would call right-wing residential products, left-wing uh, commercial products, but they're still the same bird, right. you know what I mean? So what, what's different, first of all, what's similar, they're all HDMI 2.0, 18 gigabits of bandwidth, they're all HDCP 2.2, they're all 4K ready, they all work with our software solutions, they uh, all work with the same AV over IP. So you've, from a technology standpoint, if you're learning one thing, you can apply it to a lot mm -hmm. of places. That lowers the barrier to entry. The difference is the knowledge on the application. Am I designing for a commercial application and what are those customers' needs versus am I designing for a residential application and what is that end user's goals? Right. Alicia, you've, as we talked about earlier, you've been on both sides. Yeah. From an education standpoint, kind of what um, we're alluding to right now, there is from a from a technical standpoint, the skill set is is very similar in a lot of situations. Obviously, you get into you know lighting, which we have below us, stage lighting. You don't see that in a lot of residential products. Right. Um, but the the mass number of booths are offering products that can be just as as at home in a house or an office or a uh, you know a commercial environment. 
the education on application, which is kind of what you were, were alluding to, is where that changes. Yep. Where do integrators go and how often do they realize they have to go somewhere to get that education on how to provide the actual application, not the tech, but right. the application of it, the design side. But that's why it's important to go to both sides of this thing, right? I mm -hmm. mean, you, you get different type of education on both sides. With Cedia, um, there's a lot more talk about how to actually um, implement networking, right? Mm -hmm. Because networking is a foundation of a home network system that we deploy. Here, it's more of just a, a convergence. It's coming down the line. So there's certain things when it comes to education that you don't necessarily get. Um, and that's why I think uh, manufacturers like these two come to both shows um, to lend those dealers what they need from both aspects since they both dabble in both spaces. Um, and that's what I've learned by coming to both shows. Like, I'm not here as far as Access Networks because we don't showcase at Infocom, right. but we do actually dabble in commercial projects. I mean, it's it all works hand in hand. Like you said, the applications can be used on both sides of the, of the field, of the playing field. It just depends on how you want to deploy them, but you need the education and you need to know what products are out there. So what are the three of you looking forward to out of this show? Is it strictly a... Uh, obviously for the two manufacturers, it might be a little bit easier to quantify. Mm -hmm. <laughs> are you looking for lead gen? Are you looking for quality meetings? Are you looking for the opportunity to present, the opportunity to train? What what drives that that side of things for you? Well, I can tell you from an Atlona standpoint, we, we like to use this show to launch new ideas, mm -hmm. new products. So we've got a, a lot of new demos on the floor, live demos, we encourage people to come and see those. What we're looking for is someone who maybe has heard of the brand, or just getting used to the brand, wants to come in and go, what is an Atlona? And have an experience while they're in the booth so they can take that with them, take that away. So we love, love the show to get to our customers who know our brand and love our brand mm -hmm. and want to see what we have coming down the pipe. And we love the show to, to showcase our technology for new people who are just getting into, into the industry or just getting used, uh, introduced to our brand to come and learn and experience what our solutions are like. Very good. Taff? Um, so first off, uh, I'm a social animal, so this is a lot of fun. <laughs> but it's great to catch up with the people that we've, we've been doing business with for the last decade. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it's fun to, uh, you know, we got a Gold Star Award. We won uh, Audio Product of the Year for the show from Commercial Integrator. Don't, am I allowed to say that? You totally are. Okay, yeah. Uh, with our new Dante product, uh, Dante Integrated uh, mm -hmm. product. Um, and so show what's new. And for us, the big story is show what's new that works with everything that we've built over the last decade. Right. Um, which is fun. Catch up with old friends and make new ones. Um, and uh, you know, show off what we're doing and educate people. So that's right. kind of the, the whole premise of it. We're not here for a long time, but we're here for a good, a good time. time. Like it. And yeah. an educational time. So yeah. very good. Alicia, obviously yeah. again, you're not here as a manufacturer, you're right. here on your own um, as a freelancer. What do you how do you determine success out of this show? How do you sit there and, you know, Saturday morning as you're taking a flight home? go through your notes and go, that was worth the investment, that was worth the time? Partnerships. I come to build partnerships. It's like every year it's about planting a seed, right? You don't, just like just like manufacturers, you don't see, everybody who visits the booth doesn't buy something right mm -hmm. away, right? Mm -hmm. But you develop that partnership, you've planted a seed, and then it's time to get back home once you're there, it's time to put in the work and continue to uh, water that plant, and eventually it grows into something, uh, you know, exceptional. 
Like, this is my third year at Infocom, and every year it gets better. You know, each year I've grown, uh, I've got on bigger stages, meet new people, and create stronger partnerships. So that's what it's about for me. I kind of want to pull on that one for a minute because everyone always asks me, you know, what I get out of any of the shows I go to. Right. And, you know, I've, I've run the gamut of being here, not as a manufacturer, but kind of sort of supporting manufacturers a little bit. I'm now here mostly as press. I do very little for my own company at these shows. Don't tell my accountants. Um, but every time somebody asks me why I go to so many shows and why I spend as much time at the shows as I do is, I always come back to this, yes, it's great to walk the floor. It's great to see all the booths that are out behind us and hopefully at least walk past them. Maybe not into them, but walk past them. But I've always come back to this. The show is the most important thing for me out of the year because I get to get FaceTime with you and you and you and everyone else that hopefully yeah. I get a chance to stop and say hi to you for five minutes. How does that community aspect of, of this industry really you know, benefit either you personally, your companies personally, or you know, the, the people you work with? Because again, this is one of those situations where we have two competitors who maybe you're not like best friends, but you're very civil. Very, everybody's happy. Nobody's yeah. yelling. Right. Nobody's getting kicked out of booths yet because <laughs> mm -hmm. the floor hasn't opened yet. But you know, everybody's. There is that big sense of community. What, what drives that? Yeah. Well, I mean, to comment and both Taft and Alicia, who both kind of think keyed in on this initially and said it's about relationship. That's right on, you know, um, nail on the head. And what drives that is <clears throat> this whole industry is about relationships. It's about connecting with people. I mean. We're all, how many, what is this, 40,000, 45,000 people yeah. now, right? All together in one spot. Mm -hmm. I can't see that many people in five years traveling around the country. <laughs> right. yeah. and, and some right. of these people, they're great industry friends. You know, you, you meet somebody for just a few minutes and you don't see them again for another year mm -hmm. and you immediately have that connection again. We're in the same industry, we have the same passion, we talk to the same customers, but we don't see each other every day or talk every day. Yeah. So you come back to these shows and, and you reconnect with those people. And more than anything, what that, what that does for me after I leave here is it drives excitement. I mean, mm -hmm. the whole week leading up to the show, I'm, I'm ball of energy. I'm excited to come here. I'm going to see new people because I know when I'm done, I'm going to leave with my tank full again, full of energy to get back out there in front of customers and pitching these new things. And that's what drives that. Drives Very passion. Good. Drives passion. Yeah. Exactly. And while we're in this super high-tech world, mm -hmm. um, selling the coolest and neatest gadgets and seeing the gamut of everything to communicate from here across the country, nothing replaces face-to-face -face business. Right. Yeah. It really doesn't. Don't tell Zoom or anybody else that. <laughs> but until I can shake hands with somebody or, or pat them on the back and, right. and, and you know, I don't jump on a Zoom call and say, how's your family, how's your kids, you mm -hmm. know, blah, 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 yeah. blah. You can't do that so via Facebook or, or you, know, you, you can still do that. Um, so I always tell the same jokes when I get on a Zoom right. call, always, but that's just me. But seeing people in person, that personal touch, at the end of the day, what we have in common, we all three do business with people. Mm -hmm. yeah. And those people yeah. turn into our friends and our colleagues. Um, and it's a small industry. It really you know, is. You, you, I, I had somebody tell me they had 250,000 connections within Infocom, uh, social media cool. connections. Yeah. I said, that's funny, there aren't 250,000 <laughs> That's everybody. People. Yeah. Right. yeah, so that's not every, it, it's, it's a small community. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Last question before we go. 
one of the big changes that's come to the show in the, gosh, eight or, or 10 years that I've, I've been coming to the show is we're starting to see, we started to see it kind of in, in a larger scale last year, and they're, they're saying somewhere in the neighborhood of 12,000 people this year will be end users. That is something that either this show or ISC or CD Expo, it's still kind of new. Does it change the approach for anyone as you're either working in your booth, walking around, meeting people? Um, what does that, that change of demographics do? Does it change anything for you? Yeah, it does, and it's interesting you brought that up because we just had a company sales meeting this morning, and this was a big portion of our discussion. Um, it's a, a paradigm shift in business over the past year where a, a big part of our target audience is now the end user, where mm -hmm. it really wasn't nearly as much emphasis put on that group in the past. And I'm really happy to see that end user also coming to the show because they're getting to experience what we have in the booth. And does it, it changes that demographic because uh, we're approaching that end user a different way. We're not coming at them with, you know, we've got this product with these specs and this many gigahertz and this and that yeah. because the, that's not their business. Mm -hmm. Their business is whatever they do and how do they communicate, enhance, and, and make that a more productive environment. And so we have to show them that. How do we make their business, their everyday, more productive? And so, yeah, it changes that a lot. And it, we invite them in. And it's great to have them at the show. Alicia, is it something where, as Ken pointed out to you, he, he changes the way that he and his staff are, are approaching those individuals. Yeah. Is that something that uh, I, I would argue our industry's been pretty poor at? Yeah. We're really good to jump into specs and jump into sure. all the techno mumbo jumbo that we love and the you know client or end user kind of just close out until you get down to that price point. I, is it something where integrators can or, or should kind of observe that? Absolutely. in some of their meetings and, and try and take some, get a takeaway from that to, to better sell to their clients. Absolutely, because what, what I heard Ken saying just now is that, okay, these end users are in our booth and we're not capitalizing on selling our products, we're capitalizing on selling that experience to the end user, which is what they want. I came into this space as an end user, mm -hmm. so I wasn't, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm interested in specs and all that, I'm just as big of a geek as anybody else, but what I really wanted to know was, how is this gonna work in my real life situation? Right. You sell me on that, you sell me on a product. So overall, it's about the experience, and that's, that's, that's great from a manufacturer point of view. And personally for me, um, that leaves me a platform to educate the end user. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's the most powerful thing. The more the end user knows, the easier it is for integrators, dealers, manufacturers, everyone as, right. a, as, a, as a community. So uh, it's a win-win. We actually describe them as the end decision maker okay. um, as versus the end user. Um, I have some meetings this week with um, you know, people, whether it's in the hospitality business or university or you know, somebody, an integrator who's bringing in somebody who owns a chain of restaurants. Mm -hmm. um, and at, at the end of the day, they a lot of them are the end user, but then you also end up with the person, and you know, the person that runs AV for the mega church, right. who once he stamps it, then the church becomes the end user. Mm -hmm. right. So we call them end decision makers. It also makes us more aware of talking about wholesale pricing, mm -hmm. so we don't do that. <laughs> so, because uh, we don't have a suggested retail, because right. we want our integrators to make as much money as they feel like they need to make whatever they're they're comfortable with does it change the does it change the conversation if i as an integrator 
bring one of my clients with me yeah. versus if my client yes. just shows up. It becomes an experience conversation okay. at that point. There are a lot of things that go away. Here's our here's our setup software. Here's right. this, here's that. The, the the conversation begins with we have a five year advanced replacement warranty. Right. We'll overnight you a replacement, you know, if there's a problem. Then the talk about, you know, here are the places that we are in these stadiums and these retail stores mm -hmm. and this global partner and this global headquarters and things like that. So it becomes more of an experience conversation. And it I actually think it's forced some of our technical team that work the booth. Um, to hone their sales <laughs> skills, right? And it's good for them. And when one of them turns and says, "Wait a second, we're in, we're in this stadium. I didn't realize we did that project. Right. Or, you know, I didn't realize we did, you know, uh, Eastern or uh, European headquarters for Nike. Right. Um, and you know, so things like that. Yeah. Um, so it really becomes more of an experience conversation. Right. And how is this going to work? in your application and how is it going to fill what you need. Yep. Does um, it does it force you guys as manufacturers to I, I don't want to say more pay more attention to the you know the badge, but does it force you to start every conversation with so who are you with, what do you do, what's your level? That's the beauty of the badge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And on that note, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. All right, gentlemen and, and ladies, let's end it there. Right. Um, thank you so much for taking some time out of Setup Day. Thank you. Um, Ken, if people want to connect with you, learn more about Atlona, where can they do that? Yeah, thank you. Uh, you can reach us on atlona.com. Uh, you can find us on social media as well. And you can reach me at ken.eagle at atlona.com. Excellent. Thank you so much for being here. Alicia, of course, thank you for being here. Anytime. People want to connect with you. Uh, also learn more about Access Networks. Where can they do that? Um, if you want to learn more about Access Networks, go to accessca.com and you'll find information on the company there. Um, if you want to reach me personally at The Smooth Factor on every social media platform, thesmoothfactor.com, all that good stuff. Every single one? Every single one, every except, single except one. Snapchat. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be weird. <laughs> Um, Taft, and, thanks again uh, for being here. Yeah, so you can reach us at justedpower.com. Um, we're on Facebook and Twitter, and we're with all the cool kids on Instagram, too. So I'm too old to understand how Instagram works fully. <laughs> I, I still and, accidentally uh, do stories all the time. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and I don't mean and, to. And uh, we're not on Snapchat, but we're everywhere else. And then <laughs> you can reach me personally. Um, I run our global sales team, and my official title is The Dude. The dude. Um, yeah. Nope. And uh, so Taft, T A F T, at justadpower.com. You should also have a the dude at justadpower you know redirect. What? I'm, I'm going to do that tonight. You should do that yeah, tonight. Do that that tonight. Cool, <laughs> Excellent. Well, again, thank you all for being here. Uh, thank you for watching. This has been a Resi Week direct from Infocom 2019. For more coverage from the show floor, please visit avnation.tv. That's avnation.tv.